You were just like I did at your age. Please don't say that, Dad. I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. Don't you take that tone of voice with me, young lady. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. You're listening to Honey, We Made a Disney Podcast. Two friends since first grade, now dads reliving the Disney movies we grew up on with our own kids. I'm J.B. Wagner. And I'm Charging Buffalo. I mean, Eddie (laughs) Ferguson. And on today's episode, I have a point of order as we review Man of the House. But first, J.B., how are you and the family? A little bit better now. Um, We've been battling some colds last week. Yes, it's cold. It is not COVID. Um, But uh, we are on the way up. But my voice is a couple dBs lower. So it's going to it's going to sound really good. It's going to sound really good on my end. But I was going to say when uh, your wife listens to this later on, she's going to be like, hmm, I like I like him. Mm. It reminds me of the Friends episode (laughs) where uh, Phoebe has a cold and she sings all of those uh, rustic tunes. My stinky shoes, my stinky (laughs) shoes. And then it goes away and her voice gets better. And she's like, no, someone cough on me. Someone cough on me. (laughs) See, I was thinking of uh, um, How I Met Your Mother, the episode where they all uh, take up smoking again and then try and quit smoking again. And for and they replace Lily's voice with Harvey Weinstein. Uh, yes. Yeah. Weinstein. Yeah. He's got the deep, raspy voice. Deep, raspy voice. That's, that's one of my <laughs> favorite episodes of that show. So so if I cough in the middle of this, uh, I'm sorry. I apologize in advance. I'm going to have to hydrate a lot. But I love your <laughs> it's not COVID. It's not COVID. Just letting you know. I know this is we're recording this in completely different states, but just wanted to. <laughs> let you know been there um, done that you've had covid i've had covid been there, okay. done that. doesn't mean that we can't do it again but anyways uh so this weekend even though we we had, we had some sickness going around we decided uh somebody in our neighborhood decided that we were gonna they were gonna do a garage sale this weekend which is prime time for us to get out there and and do it ourselves Make a little bit, of, make a little bit of cash. This is uh, one of my wife's favorite things. She does it. She basically handles it all herself. Um, her uh, mother-in-law came came over as well. She brought some stuff. So it was a giant affair. I had the kids most of the day. Um, took them to the mall, and we just played around and just did whatever just to kill time um, for the during the middle of all of this. But in the midst of this, we always try and get some toys in there as well. Um, to try to just got so many toys around the house to try to get a little mm-hmm. bit of that. But inevitably, my son sees the toys that we are trying to sell and does not want. He then wants to work. go play with it. The toys he hasn't played with in months and months and months, but at the same time, he wants it right there. So we let him play with it a little bit, and he inevitably tries to get them back into the house, he tries to grab mm-hmm. them and bring them back into the house. We try to say, no, huh, nobody. We're trying to sell this. We'll buy you new toys with some of this. So finally, I take the kids and I take them uh, to go to uh, the store, to the mall, come back. It's still going on. And I see my wife and she comes right over to me. She's like, I am so upset. I was like, why are you so upset? She's like, I sold some of Buddy's toys. And I'm and the moment I did it, I was so sad that I did that to him. I'm like, baby, it's okay. 
he will get over this. Well, and it, <laughs> and it attaches, you do start to have like memory attachments to some of the toys that they play with. That's the thing. I don't even think it was that. I think it was just oh. she knew that he liked that toy. Mm. And now we're kind of giving it away. And since then, he has not given two seconds thought about those via- about the, the cars that we uh, that we sold. And all in all, we made 60 bucks this weekend. So Whoop. you know what? It was worth it. There you go. We have a big garage sale the end of May. So we are we understand we're in we're in prep. Like this prep is planned that we're we're a month out, Eddie. You've got it planned out for a month. We're selling over like half of what we own, like That's the majority right. of right. what we're so yes. And sorry, my bad. Um so I don't know if this happened when you guys do garage sales, but like it's always happens when somebody finds out you are having a garage sale and they're like, well, I've got some stuff I wanted to sell in a garage yep. sale, but not enough to have a garage sale of my uh, own. Of my own. Yeah. Can I put things in your garage? sale? And then you got to do and the so- Oh, then you got to do the whole. Oh, well, they sold. This was your stuff. So changing money and stuff like that or did they give it to you and say just take it so so this time around everybody has just said they they understand we are missionaries and that we are trying to use these funds to go to a foreign country and so they're like here we'll just give you these things and take care of it but that's the other reason why we're planning like a month in advance because our garage is full of wardrobes and bread machines and bookshelves and clothes and toys and furniture and all sorts of stuff. So that's nice if they just give it to you. The only problem is is if you don't sell it, then you have to dispose of it. (laughs) Well, yes, we will, though, like Habitat for Humanity truck is coming that afternoon at the, you know, it's like anything that doesn't sell. Just go straight on it. Okay, we're, you've we're got you've got you've got a plan because you've had a month to figure this out. So you you scoffed at. Actually, I've had this on the calendar for like two months. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Uh, the fact that you already we're have this planners. plan is means that this was really on there two months two months in advance. Yeah, but. yeah. But we are we are planners. Plus, moving to a foreign country is no small undertaking, and so you have to uh, plan a lot of different things out. But there you go. Exactly. Eddie, what's the Disney news that we have uh, to talk about today? Well, you surprised me with this one because I totally it's news missed to you this as moment. Of 10 minutes ago. Um, not even, right? How long have we been talking? Six minutes and 42 seconds. We, uh, the Shang-Chi, the Legend of the Ten Rings trailer from Marvel just dropped today. Yep. I had no idea. So I'm literally six minutes and uh, 58 seconds having just watched it. Uh, (laughs) um, So this is new and fresh to me. I knew that it was coming out. I just didn't know that the trailer had dropped today. So today that trailer dropped. Every time there's a Mortal Kombat trailer on TV, I always get excited thinking, does Shang Chi? No, it's it's not. It's just Mortal Kombat again for the 30th time. I just want that movie to come out so we can stop seizing trailers for it. But yes, uh, I was sitting in a meeting today and someone was like, hey, have you seen the new Shang-Chi trailer? (gasps) It's finally out. And it's mostly because I don't know anything about it. It's just new Marvel movie. We haven't had any Marvel movies for over a year. I'm just ready. I'm just ready for the next one. I know that's that's not the next film. We still have 
Black Widow in there before that coming in July, but it's brand new Marvel content that we haven't seen anything about yet. So that's why I was excited for it when it dropped. And um, I, I'm excited for it because it kind of starts all just the new phase where this is a, like a whole new batch of characters. Yep. Like we're getting mm-hmm. new, new characters coming in that we don't know anything about. So, yeah, I'm really excited. I love the styling of it. Um, I love the high production value mm-hmm. and uh, kind of highly choreographed and stylized fight sequences um that that really stood out to me that looked really cool didn't know aquafina was going to be in this one but then uh, if you think I about lo- it if it's an mcu uh um asian culture film i mean aquafina sure. had to be in it so so she was just in raya in the last dragon and really liked her in that thought that was a, a fun little did you go see that in theaters eddie use of her yeah, we did. That was my um, uh, what we did for my birthday. I wanted to go to the movies, and that had just come out, so we saw Raya in the Last Dragon, which I don't know if we should wait until it comes out, but I liked it. I thought it was really good. The One mo- of the better Disney movies I've seen in a when while. It comes, when it comes out to Disney Plus, we should talk about it if we haven't already talked a little bit about it. Yes, I enjoyed. I enjoyed this trailer. It had all the things I love. Um had a little sense of not not a ton of car stuff in it but it had a few car moments where like feels a little bit like tokyo drift in here um love the beat i was thinking about that song most of this morning uh that just that that tune that was going over and over in my head um Mm. and once again i don't know anything about the story but i'm all in on whatever this this new character is and anything about the story i don't know what the 10 rings are about but it looked cool, a lot of action, a lot of fun, and I'm here for that. So a story I've never heard about. So Yeah, and I've just uh I don't know, like I I didn't I wouldn't have called myself a Marvel fan until like recently. I've had a few people be like, uh, eh, I don't know about these like Marvel TV shows. I'm not I'm kinda I'm kind somebody literally said to me Saturday, I'm kinda over this whole Marvel thing. And in reference to the TV shows, and I'm like, but have you watched them? They're like, nah, it's just like too much. I'm like, honestly, I think some of the Marvel stuff that they're doing right now is some of the best that I've seen. Like, especially like WandaVision and Winter Soldier. This is some of the the best. Yeah. Yeah, it's some of the best storytelling. I just and yeah, WandaVision. I know we've already reviewed that. You can go back and listen to that episode. And there will be um, a uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier review. Yes, full full series um, review. But incredible storytelling. I think WandaVision just went to a whole nother level. That the more I think about it and go yep. back and look at it, they uh, flexed Sarah in a way that they have a lot before. about that. It was really it was really fun. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so I am excited. Um, Brand new characters. And I think about it, there's so many characters in the MCU that I knew nothing about. I didn't know anything about Iron Man before he came out. Nothing about Thor. Nothing, nothing about uh, Black Widow. Nothing about... Uh, basically, I, and I really didn't know that much about Captain America either. Um, but right. there's been so many great characters that went from zero to <clears throat> 100 so quickly in my mind that I'm down for these new characters. So um zero to hero is the phrase there to borrow from hercules 
which we'll review in a few episodes. <laughs> Zero to hero. Exactly. Uh. But that is not why we're here. we are here today. Today, we're uh, continuing our walk through 1995. And today's film is actually came out before one of our last previous films, but Disney Plus finally added it to their collection. So today, we are going to review the movie Man of the House. Cue the Disney sound effect. Okay, IMDb. I'm not going to do any weird voices because I still uh, am a little. And you, yeah, you have a natural weird voice going on. <laughs> natural weird, weird voice. Let me let me get this ready. Okay, <laughs> a young boy refuses to accept his mother's new boyfriend. A lawyer, despite the man's attempts to win his respect. Meanwhile, disgruntled relative of a meanwhile, disgruntled relative of a criminal he prosecuted seek revenge. This can't Seeks be re- revenge. It, but is that a typo? Oh. No, the internet wouldn't have a typo. It sounds like they were making a play on native trying to make it native like prosecuted seek revenge like it seems like a weird anyways i'm sorry yeah that that has some problems in it (laughs) there's so many so many issues with with this thing but anyways eddie as we start off with all of these was this a go-to for you guys had you seen this before or was this a fresh watch i know that i have seen this before (laughs) okay because I've seen pretty much every Disney movie, but um, this would not have. This was not a go-to movie. I would be hard pressed if this was my second or third viewing ever. I know I've seen the trailer for this a ton of times because I'm sure it played in front of a lot of other films that we were watching, uh-huh. maybe Lion King or something like that. No, I I had never actually watched this, like sat down and watched this before in my life, so. It was a, it was a, it was a first, first time. watch, first watch. Yep. So first watch of a nineties family comedy movie. What did it make? If you, if you had just woken up from a, no, no, no. Let me say this differently. If you had no idea what the nineties were about, you hadn't lived through the nineties yourself. And this was your introduction to the nineties. Wow. Somehow you had a coma through the 90s. Boom, wake up. All you know is the 2020s. What would you think the 90s were about? Evidently, it was a lot about um, cop, copting Indian culture and uh, just angry, angry kids. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to say. That's what this movie is about. I love the um, love is in in a sarcastic way. Um, (laughs) They really leaned into the whole Native American Indian theme here, right? And and trying to um, not be politically incorrect 
all the while being totally politically incorrect. Like, and, even not even in an extreme standard. Like, like they're just... Yeah, it's just very, very awkward. Like, a whole bunch of white guys running around pretending to be... Let's like let's let's tribe. let's say this. If they never bring in that Indian guy, the the actual Indian guy, it almost seems like that was supposed to be their rubber stamp of yeah. approval. Like, oh, don't judge us because we have an actual Indian guy here in some of these scenes. So, and he gives his blessing. He teaches them how to do the rain dance. So, therefore, it's okay. It's okay. And well, there's. <laughs> There's a couple of moments like that, right? So you you have that moment where we bring in an actual Native American. Then my favorite is when like his boss, I don't know, like the district attorney or whatever, after he comes with the rash on his forehead mm-hmm. in the shape of war paint when he's representing the government against this lawsuit from a Native American tribe. And he's like, come on. This is the 90s. Have you heard of political correctness? Yep. And then in the next breath, he's like, you need to figure out this Indian thing with your stepson. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Did we cover this, that one too? Yes. My wife, my wife told me, and I already and already messed it up before we started. She was like, now, you, you, JB, you need to know, do not call this Indian culture. Do not do it. This is Native American and I've already messed this up, so I apologize. What's really funny to me is we decided not to do Squanto because we were <laughs> sure that that was going to have too much, too many, too many landmines. That there was no way we were going to, and and one, it didn't look like an interesting story. <laughs> and then we get this. We get this film that is mostly about this kid tricking his soon to be stepdad into doing these native native american rituals just to just to punk him at the expense yeah no there's so many and i just didn't realize it was going to be the entire film was going to be about this but i just completely forgot about it there's almost an element though of like um it it is it is two different things right like you do have the um actual native american culture with many different tribes and and different nations. And then you have really kind of what's represented here, which is the politically incorrect um, caricature of Indians, right? And if you can see, I'm putting Indians in air quotes here because, of course, it's not. India is an actual country with a true culture. That's this, the whole naming of Indians is just this huge geographic error thinking they had <laughs> land you know that that we've just perpetuated for centuries now and it's not even like politically incorrectness it's, it's just, just wrong it's just wrong like it's, it's just, just geographic incorrectness <laughs> of like oh well he was aiming to land in india so we're just gonna call everybody here india because wow. we and it's like we figured it out pretty quickly that we actually didn't land in india this is the the new world and but we've still held on to all of those incorrect names for so long yeah so that's where i'm kind of like they're really two different things there's the actual native american cultures that are are diverse and in different parts of the united states that are really interesting to explore i've been to a lot of those different spots and then you have 
what this movie is trying to show, which is just the the awful just caricature of Indian yep. that has perpetuated our American just culture for a joke. so long. Just for a joke. Just for jokes. To which, in many ways, you and I grew up going to a club, a Christian version of a club like this. Yes, we did. With, with the same the same kind of trappings. Eddie, I completely had for I had spaced that part of my life out. Awana, Awana, oh man, I'd completely for like spaced that out of my memory. Granted, we were not wearing fake headdresses. Sure. But there was everything was named accordingly. Everything wasn't it, it was named. I don't know that our but our vests were more like more like uh they were scouts. gray. Yeah, they were more like yeah, scouts. Yeah, they were more like scouts. Yeah. It, there's the, and then now I'm thinking of Camp Squawkum and all the other things that just happened to be. Well, so, so Camp Squawkum is something our church did, but that was different because the, the Squawkum was the tribe in our, from our hometown. See, we're, I'm learning so much about the stuff I knew nothing about. You didn't know that. Okay. No, I did not. Yes. So the reason why the summer day camps at our church were called Camp Squawkum is because the Squawkum Indians are from Brownsburg, Indiana. Like that was the native tribe to our hometown. Yeah. There you didn't go. know that. I didn't I didn't know that. No one no okay. one told me that they just threw me into the day day camp and said, here, go play, go play for a little bit. Go on some field now, trips. Now calling the director, you know, Chief Squawkum and, and different things like that. I'm not sure how, yeah. how how good that would have been. But so so the culture appropriation aside. <laughs> let's talk about let's other just, problems with this. I, let's talk about other let, problems with this. Let's just film. take let's just take half of this and push it aside. So come on, hold on. There is this fun scene and I poked fun at it in the intro and I loved to get I love when I get you to break Um, because I almost wrote it in the show notes. and I'm like, no, I'm not going to write it. I'm going to I'm just going to do it and see if I can get them to break Um, the naming of different characters or the the father son, how they name each other. As culturally inappropriate as that is, the animal naming is is quite a a humorous little scene there where he um names his soon to be stepdad squatting dog and i just i this is probably the scene that i remember the most uh from being a kid cuz i loved the moment where he's like where he says um well yeah it was one of my favorite dogs um but he had the the runs all the time and so that's why we call him squatting dog and he said did um did you have any other pets? And he said, yes, I had a squirrel and we named him Num Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember being a second grader thinking that was hilarious. The, hilarious, like the funniest joke of all time. So when that moment and that scene came back up, there was a little bit of a nostalgia elementary boy giggle. Okay, so back on... <laughs> Okay, the setting problems. all that aside now. Setting the all of, all the culture operations. Let's talk about some other problems with this film. <laughs> so one of which is this movie did not know what it was supposed to be. It the, right. it was 
way too serious to be a comedy and too much comedy to be serious. Like it was constantly in this place of just like lurching back and forth between Chevy Chase slapstick, Uh but then long drawn out periods of intense conversations and, um, just like just like very real situations heart-wrenching heart, yeah there's heart, some moments trying, where it's like, oh my i don't know about heart, i would say trying to be hard trying trying, trying to, to be, be trying too hard to be re- try, um oh are you telling me you didn't cry when the they had the montage right this we'll get to the montages of this movie but the specific one of all of the different men with their hands waving out the window back at him and he's sitting on Puget Sound on the on the 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 log and he's just crying Seeing, tears thinking of his tears are coming down JTT's face and you didn't have just the little softening a little softening of your heart in that moment a little you bit, are a little, a little bit. There was a little bit of softening, but it, I was not going to cry at any point because I was already like, "What is happening in this entire film?" It I don't was know if it's such was... a over the top tears though that it made me wonder: like, did they rush in, put little like eyedropper of liquid, like, yeah. like, okay, go, roll, 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 and then get out of the way? And it was like, oh, that's about the only way because JTT in this, and I'm sorry, we it's 25 minutes into this conversation and we are finally getting around to JTT. So my wife has already checked out because we didn't talk about him in the opening opening month um, of this entire thing. Uh, he is just like angry the entire time. And anytime he tries to faint doing anything other than just scowling, it, it's completely unbelievable because that's all he's doing this entire film is just scowling at every single person having these one-liners be like he's annoying (laughs) he's an annoying child in this film he's not yeah and he's not um oh i'm sorry this is where we're gonna get hate mail he's not a good actor he's just not especially okay you know we just did angels in the outfield and you you see at a young age that joseph gordon lovett is a fantastic actor even at the same age, right? You fast forward to here and it's like, yeah, JTT just doesn't have it. And the poor kid, like, I I looked it up um, because this movie came out right in the height of home improvement. Yeah. Um, And it was actually originally structured that um, Tim Allen was going to be the dad or the soon-to-be stepdad in this. But instead, Tim Allen chose to do the Santa Claus and also they thought no this would be franchise. it would be too yeah he he made the the better choice there and it, yeah he did another movie that we'll review coming up jungle to jungle which is it's got some hints of this um but <laughs> he um he did this on his summer hiatus from uh home improvement so talk about a poor kid. Like he doesn't get a break. Yeah. He does that TV show all That's year he's long. Mad he the gets, entire time. Yeah. Cause he's like, I just want to be a kid. I just want to wear acid, acid wash jeans and go <laughs> skateboarding, listening to, you know, punk rock. Yeah. The, the, 
the JTT Chevy Chase, but even Chevy Chase in this, it feels like he mailed in most of this 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 movie. And there were moments where like, oh, I better better give him some for the trailer. How about how about we just make this this trundle bed, just like kind of this cot, kind of go both ways or whatever. And then it's back to being serious again. Yeah. It, it was things like that or the tent. Okay, randomly. Okay, we're gonna have some fun like hitting each other with the tent like we're stooges or something like that. It's just moments like that where I'm like, you, they were way too far in between. They don't know what they are. They, it, they this just movie had didn't no idea what it was. was. Yep. Um, it was almost like they 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 shot it and then went back and was like, no one's gonna watch a Chevy Chase movie if it doesn't have some of this type and of he humor just, in it. He just doesn't fit. No. Like Chevy Chase just seems awkward and out of place the whole time. If nothing else, it's like, I'm sorry. Chevy Chase is never winning Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> like it just It's just not in the cards for you, they man. Had like, zero chemistry together. She's on a different none. movie. Yes. And he's in. Um but that being that granted, there's there were so many times where I where my wife was constantly like why do they why do they listen to their child like this? Why does she just like bend over backwards right. to make him happy all the time? This is right. this is not parenting. <laughs> Zero parenting happening. Yeah. The only um well, there there are some nice little moments. I, I do like the guy who is the like the other dads, the the my favorite moments of this movie is the four dads of the group and kind of just I seeing them together. How did you know that I was going to say that? It's probably your 4-H background or something. I don't know. Something, something about. <laughs> 4-H background. What is this that? This is basically 4-H, that? but with Native American. Um. <laughs> no, it is not at all. Not even in the slightest. Speaking 4-H, of Camp Squagum. <laughs> You're the one who went to that. I never did that. Um, 4-H was um, highly educational, learned many helpful life skills. I'm not, I, I can't even believe it. I'm not, I just don't even know how to entertain that. You didn't find the, the dads, uh, the difference of them in, in humorous in any way. Like the uptight dad with the point of order. The point the of order guy, he, 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 he fit a good good part. And it's different <laughs> than most. most uh, he's not like a typical character. Like he was just right. very much a point of order. Um, and they, and they, you, didn't, they didn't overdo it. You could it was, have it really overdone that. It was just. Then you had the, um, the mime the circus dad. performance, the mime dad. Oh, so annoying. Just <laughs> so annoying. I think this goes back to our different senses of humor. This is the I Mr. Bean en- character. I enjoy a little bit of slapstick like this every once in a while. So even like the whole building of the tent or the teepee. Um, I, but I, it's, I it still came out of nowhere. It's like serious, serious stuff. And then well, it's he's like, this- oh, let's make him laugh. And then it's just no. got, oh, no. I did enjoy that um, the the child, the kid, Norm, was who's his dad was Norm from Cheers. I, I appreciated yes. the Norm Norm uh, combo happening there. And he's my favorite. Like the heartfelt, the attempt at being heartfelt, let's put it that way, it, he pulls off the best. He's the best of all of all of those dads, I would say. Par- partially because right. he's the best, most 
the biggest name of all of all of those people. So sure. Um, I can't believe we've gone this far. The when you when you said what are some things that would scream to you? This is what the '90s is about. The thing that would have been at the top of my list is taking a random comedy and jumping the shark by including the FBI or espionage or gang members or something. And that's, that's what took this movie to a whole weird place. There's well, like, it doesn't they, make, ugh. it doesn't make sense. Right. Cause no. it's like, they're, they're like obvious, like New York mafia in who Seattle. are drug cart. They're a drug cartel. That's what it came out in the opening, but they're in Seattle, Washington. It's that's a major thoroughfare or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a triangle, right? It's like, well, let's take the cartels from the south of the United States with the Mexican border. Let's take kind of these New York mafia and let's put them in Seattle. It's a mess. Didn't make any sense. It's yeah, it is a mess, and it doesn't. Um, I don't think it pushes the story along like Not at all. they intent, like they had hoped it to be. It was almost like they got to the end of writing this movie and they thought, we don't have enough conflict. Like, we don't have enough bad guys. We need to, oh, let's let's add these characters. Let's put this in there. Though, one of my four, my, if I can say more favorite funny moments, but also a moment where I'm just like, what is the big guy in the middle of the stream? Holding a salmon, and he's like, "I love this fishing thing. I'm this is my first time fishing, and I caught a fish with his bare <laughs> with hands. his bare hands." And like, yeah, that doesn't happen. That just doesn't that's not happen. A thing. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. You are not fishing. No, that's oh, yeah. The everything about that other thing happening was just a waste of our time. <laughs> just to up the stakes a little bit it's like it's not it's not intense enough we need we need some gang member we need some drug cartels oh, in this the, film that doesn't need it the other big 90s thing uh is the jukebox soundtrack where we just have a rant oh and let's have a random kind of hit song playing in this but it's always hit songs that are not current yep they're always just a little bit like this movie just had a really weird soundtrack. Where I'm like, really? They're picking that. Um, and then, of course, we had our montage sequence. Yep. Um, where they're all learning the how to do dance. a rain dance. That's very, very peculiar. I'm not sure I really understand that. I, I am curious about um, one thing in particular with JTT, and we may need some um, people, <clears throat> your wife, to help us understand this. Did you notice he wore a lot of odd duck t-shirts? Odd duck? Like ducks. Oh. Like ducks wearing clothes you're not saying that that's the name of the company odd duck no no like he just multiple times in the movie he was wearing a t-shirt that had a duck or multiple ducks not any famous ones okay so not mighty ducks not not donald duck not duck tails it's just 
ducks dressed like they're in the 90s on his t-shirts. <laughs> and I saw, I, I kept seeing I saw, this multiple I, times in the movie. And I'm like, I saw one and maybe thought about it for a couple seconds. Like, hmm, did I ever have that shirt? No. Okay. Uh, it just seemed like the first time I'm like, that's weird. That's random. And then when I saw it again and then again, and I'm like, is this a thing from the 90s that I didn't know about? Did I miss I don't know. something? I, was, I wasn't a part of this cult that wore duck shirts. This cult. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know. No. So you didn't know anything about it? I, didn't, I don't Tell have us. any inside information on it, on the right duck in. shirts. Please go to our website, Honey We Made, and we, um, we've got a listener thing there where you can leave co- feedback, right? We have that. Somewhere. I'm sure there's a contact sure, form. Sure, sure. Contact us. Tell us. Tell me what is this all about, because I was really curious. Yep. Well, Eddie, we've spent a lot of time talking about this weird movie. Um, and are you, are you, do you have a good rating in your head? Do you have a number that you think you're pretty yeah. confident about? Yeah, I have a pretty solid number. I feel like we have the same number. You you ready to say it at the same time? Okay. Three, two, Two, one. 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 Yeah, there's there's no way that (laughs) there's no doubt. There's I have zero desire to ever even talk about this film again. I may have gotten up and walking or walked around, done some other things during all of this. Yep. Like, why is this movie still going on? Yeah, it was. Um, it just didn't know what it was. I think they thought we need to make a movie with JTT. He will make a ton of money because he's so popular right now. Let's just come up with something that we can film in four weeks. And that's how we got this. Yeah. So, this mess. Do you um do you have any dad tips from this movie? Uh yeah, don't let your kid run the house. That'd probably be a good idea. Maybe uh have some sort of a spine and say something when they're acting out. Might be a good idea. Yeah, and I would say just don't wave goodbye to your kids out ever an open car walk or don't an open car ever window. that's the unintended moral consequence when you yeah. wave at your children they automatically think of you leaving them so <laughs> just, automatically just just say no to that but oh there it is so that well, is it that is it for this episode of honey we made a disney podcast so, so Eddie, next next movie that we're doing, and we're pretty confident it's going to be on Disney Plus. Yes, this one is obviously on Disney Plus. We're going to keep with the um, slightly, maybe overtly culturally insensitive theme here and review Pocahontas. How did we go? There was Squanto, this film, and Pocahontas all in the same time period. All in the I think same. the 90s was this period of like, okay, we're going to like reconcile this and we're going to actually like have representation and then do it horrifically. Just awful. Yeah. We're just going to rewrite history. <laughs> going to rewrite everything. Uh, and I will revisit the theme of geographic incorrectness for Pocahontas. Okay. I'm ready for just this. To, just to give... It. I already have a soapbox dusted off, ready to go. 
for just the inaccuracies of geography in that movie. <laughs> well, and I, uh, I officially want to say sorry to my wife who tried to prep me to say the right term, which is Native American. And again, I'm sorry for using the word Indian. I don't know how many times at the front of this before I remembered that you told me not to say that. So with that, thank you again for listening to this, this episode.